Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Scott. There's Dave right there, maybe. Or anyway, I'm we Dave. know he's here. Hey, <laughs> have we got a treat for you today? We're going into a double feature of Anola Holmes one and two. The uh, yeah, Millie Bobby Brown um, starring and if I'm not mistaken, produced as well. Um, this is I think kind her of production like, company was in charge of it. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, she is uh, probably her dad. Her dad's name is the, Robert. Yeah. So or cousin, brother, whoever it is. Her, da- her dad is Bobby too. Okay. So yeah. it gets That's a little confusing. Was funny. So now yeah. you know who, who Bobby is, who she's uh, named after. Okay. All right. Now that makes sense. Not the Bobby Brown from uh the nineties hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Bobby Brown that married uh Whitney. But uh, okay, so some of you folks may know uh Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things, uh, which is pretty much did put her on the path to to stardom. Um this because of the success of that show she was able to start a production company mm-hmm. and then do movies and stuff that she likes and i always appreciate when an actor or somebody goes out and they just make their way yeah and that's exactly what she's done here and i think she shines more here than she actually does in stranger things and that's i've never watched all the stranger things i've seen bits and pieces of it um i probably I highly recommend it one day just watch all both. It's just two series right now, right? Four seasons. Oh, it's four. I'm a little behind, folks. The last season is amazing. Each episode's like an hour. I yeah. mean, like a movie. They're like two hour episodes. Right. Right. Um, oh, it's wow. it's phenomenal. Um, yeah, it's. I love the show. I think it it started on. It started off good, then had a little rocky middle, and then right. this last episode, this last season, just like finally, you guys finally nailed the eighties. Finally. Right. Finally, after me bitching all these years, they finally nailed it. Um, Because I think when, and we talk about this a lot, and this is not a Stranger Things podcast, but, uh, you know, when a lot of places or a lot of movies try and do the 80s or TV shows, they think, oh, we just need acid wash, day glow, and somebody's going to say totally for sure. Um, (laughs) And and we're going to put some synth pop music in and. (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't make the 80s, folks. No, it doesn't. No, there's, there's a definite feel. There's a definite feel. And feel when the it. feel to me that I see is we don't give a fuck if we offend you. We're yeah. just doing a movie and we're having a good time. And that's the vibe I get from all the 80s movies. They're like, fuck it. Let's have a good time. Yeah, and I think they finally knew it. If yeah. you got the joke, great. If you didn't, there's another one coming. It's you, know, you were offended by that joke. Well, the next joke's going to offend the guy sitting next to you, yeah. probably. And you so. might even be double offended. But anyway, yeah. or you so, might be double offended. <laughs> so, because of that show, she was able to to start this. And so, what we have here is a series of movies called Enola Holmes, which is based off a uh, young adult series of books. Yeah. I forget I forget who wrote them, but the first movie um, is a direct adaptation of the books, whereas the second one is a creation using this the characters. Is, I think Nancy Springer. That's it. Yes. Nancy Springer wrote the Enola Holmes books. Right. So, so Dave, tell, tell our listeners a little bit about who, who is Enola Holmes? Uh, Well, Enola Holmes is Sherlock Holmes, little sister and Mycroft Holmes, little sister. And she is the daughter of Eudora Holmes, which is, Mycroft and Sherlock's mom. And she is played by Helena Bonham Carter, which I just love that she's. Oh, absolutely. 
Great casting. Great casting all around in both of these movies. Yeah. Yeah. The the first movie, for anybody who's never read Sherlock Holmes, I highly recommend reading all the Sherlock Holmes stories. Mm -hmm. I've I've read them all the way through. I've read them. Then I've gone back and read certain stories like the Redheaded League and things like that. That's stuff that I find really just kind of fascinating for whatever reason. Like, you know, certain stories really stuck out to me that I thought were really good. So I'm I really like Sherlock Holmes and I really when I first saw this come out I was afraid I was very afraid I would <laughs> just, imagine I was just afraid. I was like what is this shit oh, and, <laughs> and I, the wife and I were talking about this and that now on the first one Enola has sent a letter or had received a letter from her brother Mycroft to meet them at the train station well they're Mycroft and Sherlock are under the assumption that there will be a stage or a, a, a carriage a wagon, a carriage sent for them, and they will go out and see what's going on with their mother and their their sister. Well, when they get to the train station, Anola has pedaled her way from the house, which looks to be about a six mile. It looks like a long haul. It was a heck of a pedal. And she's fallen off the bike several times because she's not a she's bike rider. She's like, I have not figured out the, the secret of the bike, but I'm getting there. I'm warming she up. Does she does by the end of the movie. She, by the end of the movie, she's a pretty good bike rider. But it's funny that because she hits the ground a couple of times. She's yeah. rolling. When she finally gets to the train station, Sherlock and, and Mycroft are walking towards her. She sees them and she's like smiling. She's like yeah. walking up to him and they both walk right by her, walk. Yeah, and I don't even side. recognize she, her. Yeah. She turns around and she's looking at him like Sherlock, you know, <laughs> Mycroft. And they both turn around. And they're like, and Mycroft doesn't make the connection, but Sherlock, yeah. of course, does. He's like, Anola. Yeah, wow. And Mycroft's all bent out of shape because she's not wearing a hat. She doesn't have her gloves. She's filthy. Her hair's not done. And he's just an asshole. He is, and he plays it so well. I just want to reach this screen and choke Mycroft for being such a douche. (laughs) This is where my biggest problem, I have two problems with the series in general. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I both put them to the side. My biggest problem is with Mycroft. Mycroft is a really fat guy in the books. Mm -hmm. And I was explaining to Kat why I didn't like this Mycroft. and she said, well, maybe this is because he's younger. Maybe he hasn't gotten to, you know, where he's a big guy sitting in the club and, you know, helping Sherlock in a very remote way of doing it. Right. Um, because Sherlock, when he has a really big problem, he takes it to Mycroft and Mycroft, you know, basically has the answer for him when he gets there. And because that's how intelligent Mycroft is. He's even better at doing things than Sherlock for the most part. Damn. Sherlock has very much foots, you know, footy going and poking and looking. That was part of my problem with Mycroft was that he was a skinny guy. He was out and about. And I was like, okay, I will take into account that he is a younger version here. And he's not, he's not right. the older guy sitting in the club, smoking the pipe and doing what yeah, I did get the impression. This is early on in Sherlock's career where he's just yeah. starting to recognize some fame, but it doesn't for me, take away the fact that they had Mycroft be a complete bastard son of a bitch in this movie which oh, is a horrible. guy who plays him plays him oh my god he's great you hate mycroft but you should the, but in none <laughs> of the books that i've ever read does mycroft come across as that type of character yeah so and maybe realized, uh 
yeah, I realized they needed to push. They needed to get that that sympathy for Enola. Needed that, yeah. Yeah, you needed that, but there there was a better way. He could have just played it really cold hearted. Well, maybe and that's he the way. He was just an, a jerk. Really. Well, maybe that's how Nancy had had written yeah. Mycroft for this, and and I see why he's a he's a device. Yeah, you have exactly. To, you have to have exactly. somebody like that, whether it be him or anybody, to to yeah. make you feel for Enola. Because I'm sorry that the way he did that, he did it so well. I was in her mm-hmm. camp right away, and it's like you know oh, what? Yeah, yeah. You know, fuck this guy. Yeah, and and I like <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown, and I don't know if they do this in the books, but she breaks the fourth wall so many lot. times, man. <laughs> I love the, it, in the first, especially the first episode, and very much so in the second episode. Oh, yeah. But something will be happening. She'll be having a conversation with Sherlock, or she'll be doing something, you know, investigating, and people will be in the room with her, and she'll look at the camera and, and start, start talking. talking to the camera, to the to the to audience. You. It's like you know. <laughs> This isn't going on the way I had planned, you know, when I jumped out of the train, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then she'll turn around and nobody's noticed that she's talking, that she's broke the fourth wall because they're still doing what they're doing. That's what's it, wonderful. It's well done. It was done. just fantastic. I love the way de- they did that. But the point of Enola is her brother, Mycroft, wants to send her to a finishing school. She doesn't want to go. She runs away. She jumps on a train. She's going to find her mom. She's like, heck with this. I'm going to go find mom. Mom's disappeared. Going to go find mom. In the interim, she has met uh, Lord Tewksbury, who is running away from home also, because he doesn't. Work with some basil weather. Yes. It was too long for me to remember. It was awesome because she said it every time. I know. And she just insults this guy who's a lord. Oh, she's horrible to him. He's a lord. And she's supposed to, you know. in, in that kind of situation, you're supposed to be nice to him, whether you like royalty or not. He's just rude to the guy. She just treats him like she would treat anybody else. That's you what's know? awesome so about her. He that tells it. you that tells you so much about Anola herself, because I mean, mm-hmm. she's such a free spirit and just, yeah, yeah, um, just I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and, and at some point, she realizes she can't find her mother. There's something missing. She can't figure it out, but she can help Lord Tewksbury. Yeah. So she goes to find him again. Their their little um, intrigue is tied up in the fact that he doesn't really want to be a lord. He doesn't want to go to the army because there's some big vote coming up of of changing like women's rights and stuff. And yeah, Britain. it's the suffrage movement. It's he knows how he big. wants to handle it, but yeah. he's afraid to. He, he it's growing. He's up. a young he's, kid. He's like yeah, he's 16 or 16, 17. 17 years old. He's about the same age as Enola Holmes. So he's he's trying to grow up also. Let me let me but, add in on something on that ahead, because yeah. it's you know we we talk about the the whole thing bases around based around her mother disappearing uh, Helena yeah. Bonham Carter which you find out through watching this she is a big part of this women's rights suffrage right. movement um, and basically a revolutionary we're talking terrorist level she's got say, bombs we'll, we'll just call her what she is she's a terrorist, she's a terrorist. sure yeah. you know you know terrorist. the terror you're either a terrorist or a freedom fighter depending on what side you're on so exactly. I'm just saying uh, yeah, exactly you're an insurgent or you're fighting for freedom oh, which is it so anyway. <laughs> Yeah, she's kind of, but the, I, I want to say when Anola first sees Tewksbury, he's hiding in her in her train sleeping yeah. car. Yeah, in her car. Because actually his family is trying to kill him. 
But he doesn't know it at this point. He doesn't know his grandmother wants him dead because they know how he's going to vote. In fact, they Mm -hmm. killed his father because of how he was going to vote. So that's how how it comes about. But I would argue that Enola falls for Tewksbury the minute she sees him. And he falls for her. Yes. And and it's obvious. But they're they're both like she refuses to acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She has to go kicking and screaming to the fact that she has fallen for Tewksbury. Yeah. 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 That's. That's those two have really good chemistry. And I said last night to the old lady, I was like, these two have better chemistry in the few minutes that they've been on screen than Anakin and Padme had in all three episodes. It's the sand. Yeah, it's the sand. The sand and everything. But those two actors had really good (laughs) chemistry. The actor and actress together, just such good. It was cast well. Yeah, every because when they got close, you could see, you could feel the tension. Yeah, she, it's well done. He was tense. He was tense. It, it was very nice. Um, but yeah, that the grandmother I didn't guess the first time watching it. We were trying to figure out, okay, the uncle, the don't kind of yeah, you know, seems yeah. too scooby do you know, like you it was a good twist. It was a really is. good so twist. Then I started man. thinking, who was the person that you would least expect in the family? The mom. You'd think, mate, well, the mom would probably, but why would the mom kill him? And then you're like, yeah. I could I could definitely understand the uncle, but that's too. Too obvious. Yeah, that's too rip the mask off. Oh, it's Mr. Johnson Fetterman from the, you know, from the. Fair. Oh, he's a <laughs> transgender, non-binary, black, lesbian, Indian. Oh, what? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> from the fair. <laughs> but it's like you watch this. Well, I get some hate for that one, so whatever. <laughs> email away. But Please, at least it'd be a fucking email. <laughs> when it's the grandmother, <laughs> yeah, right? When it's the grandmother, you realize, oh, crap, this, this yeah. old lady doesn't want anything to change. No, and that like, was surprising. She is, she is really stoic in her ways. Mm-hmm. And the good thing for Tewksbury, he's got that, he slips on... For anybody who's not watched, I mean, I we're basically just telling you about the movie, mm-hmm. but I'm about ready to go into spoiler territory. So spoilers abound, folks. Um, <laughs> when the guy has the shotgun and he's trying to shoot Tewksbury, and then finally oh. the grandmother shoots him. The first time I saw that, I was like, "Holy shit! They killed the guy!" I know. I, I, I mean, even the I second really, time I, I had forgot. For so much. Yeah. I literally fell for it. Yeah, I did twice, man. <laughs> I did twice. Yeah, and, and then. And, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, the, the guy that's trying to kill him, uh, played by Bern Gorman, uh, who, if, if you're what familiar with uh, Torchwood, he was one of the main characters what of Torchwood. Villain. <laughs> 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 yeah, but he plays that villain role really, really well. Man. I mean, he's got a great look. He's mm-hmm. And he is like nonstop. He is the Terminator. He is the T-2000. Coming. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> so. He's more than once tackled or, or played footsie with Enola. Oh my God. Whitener and, and shit. There's no but, way a 16 year old girl could kick his ass, but it was, they were, but she outsmarted him. him. She yeah, outsmarted. She, yeah, she knew she couldn't beat she him. him. Yeah, she knew she couldn't get him. 
I like <laughs> one time she's trying to do that move around his leg. The corkscrew or whatever. Yeah. He just gets stuck and he looks at <laughs> her just freaking na- nails her one. It's like, oh man, don't do a move if you can't do it. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. It's and that here's the thing. They do not hold back. Millie Bobby Brown does not hold back from the stunts in this and the physicality of this yeah. role. She yeah, gets her ass kicked. Thrown <laughs> up against mean. that wall. I mean, even Oh, Even man. knowing how they did some of this stuff, you still got to throw yourself up against. Oh the yeah, wall. you yeah. still got to make make it look real. So you're the only you're coming at it from a couple of feet. You know, <laughs> the only thing I caught, and it was reminiscent of Big Trouble in Little China, where you could see the pavement was actually padding. When oh, she yeah. goes to uh, that, she finds that jujitsu school. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she gets tossed onto the ground. You can see that the rug she's on is about this high off the right. off the floor. Well, so, oh, she man. walks in and there's mats. <laughs> Okay. She's walking yeah, well, they're the in the training yeah. area, but when they went yeah. back in the office and she gets flipped oh, in by the office. Okay. But in the office, she actually hits a mat that's covered yeah. with a rug. And it's like, I hate that I see little shit like that, but it's but like, okay, it. you know, no big deal. I am looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking yeah. for everything that they might have done wrong, which is right. like, you know, but they do so much right, it's not a big deal. <laughs> and here's the thing, like we were talking about um um Cavill earlier. Yeah. Yes. Like you said. From from yeah, from your mouth to the Lord's ears. I, I would love see to see Henry him. Cavill, Sherlock Holmes. Absolutely. I'm hoping they're they're doing a third Anola Holmes. I hope so. I want to see what that Doctor Watson does. Yeah, I want to see how good he plays Watson. Whether he plays it like the book Watson, or whether he plays it like so many other Watsons that are terrible play it, like just a big bumbling buffoon Watson. Yeah. That's not how Watson is written in the book. Watson is written more like the uh, the shadow games or game of shadows yeah. and stuff. Did like you that. watch the uh, Martin Freeman Cumberbatch? I watched Sherlock? a couple of them. That that that's that was more how well Watson done. Was. That, that's yeah. how Watson was was kind of more so in the books. Not a bad show. No, I didn't. no, I enjoyed what I watched of it. I, yep. I enjoyed it. I never yeah. finished it, but I did enjoy the at least yeah, the I never first season it either. Yeah. Um, I know that they did the the falls where the guy, instead of taking him to the waterfall and falling, they had him fall off a building. And I'm like, mm, you're not faking that. You just fell 12 stories. Yeah. <laughs> you're not fucking faking that, dude. <laughs> you, I'm out. <laughs> but, but like... But like you, uh, seeing Cavill and just seeing how Cavill's been, I, I feel, dicked around lately uh, between oh, Netflix yeah. and, and no, HBO. No you know, and now he here's another here's another person like Millie Bobby Brown. Cavill goes and does his own thing. Yeah. Um, he has his own production company. He's, I guess, all in on this uh, Warhammer 40K uh, gaming adaptation of movies, which is I, awesome. So I just hope that he has final say in everything because he is a gamer and he is a fan. Well, that's why he was so great in The Witcher and yeah. so disgusting that they took The Witcher away from the stories apparently allegedly and, and that's, that's why well no it. not allegedly dude from from all all accounts well i haven't they, they just came straight out and admitted it yeah i don't read a bunch <laughs> um yeah uh, <laughs> so, and i don't follow the witcher but i have i have followed his career ever since yeah. you and i started talking about him being superman and again when i finally started liking him as superman they take that away blah blah well blah. as a but in this he's a really good He's a really good uh, Sherlock Holmes. He right? is. And um, where I first um, really enjoyed seeing him was in uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, he, I don't think I've ever seen that one. 
I am a fan of the Mission Impossible movies. I will watch Tom Cruise jump off anything. He, I think he's America's answer to Jackie Chan. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say yes. That's the closest thing that they've got. Because I'm watching this thing. If you go on HBO now, they have some behind the scenes of the new um, the new um, Mission Impossible. I think it was on HBO or I saw it on YouTube where they right. create the largest stunt ever filmed. And it's insane. He jumps a motorcycle off a cliff and with a parachute on. It's mm-hmm. It's nuts. And they show how they did it and how Tom is such a he's Jackie Chan, man. He does it yeah, all. And it's nuts. You know, absolutely what? nuts. He's a guy who probably looks at life and goes, I've only got one to live. I might as well have fun doing it. Yeah. Your universe is opening. It is. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> back to this. Yes. There is a guy who plays um, Inspector Lestrade in the first one. And he looks he, so familiar. He shows back up in the second one. His name is Adil Akhtar, and he plays... I have seen him in uh, something. The funny thing is, folks, um, they never really say who Lestrade is. I mean, you know that he's kind of a bumbling inspector. He mm-hmm. has a... Oh, he has such a begrudging... He doesn't like Sherlock Holmes initially in the first stories, but by mm-hmm. the time the series actually wraps up and comes to an end of all those stories... Lestrade really, he kind of likes Sherlock Holmes. He knows he needs him at times. He'll go to him and go, look, yeah, we've tried. You know, yeah, I don't want to come to you, but I got no choice. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Right. Um, and eventually Sherlock Holmes has a begrudging respect for Lestrade. Like he knows he's trying. He knows yeah. he's actually a good copper. So that's good. This version of Lestrade, I really like the way this guy plays him. Um, Because he's looking for the sister for Mycroft. Mm -hmm. And then Lestrade, to Mycroft's amazement, has figured out, oh, this girl that I'm looking for is your sister. And Mycroft's like, yo, you can't tell anybody. You can't tell anybody. He's like, your secret's safe with me. It's just, you know, okay, I'll go find her. You know, no big deal. Yeah. Um, But the guy plays Mycroft or plays Lestrade. He does a really good job. Yeah, he he's got the big mutton chops, you know. He looks he's, he's got a great look. And, um, yeah. He looks so, like yeah. he stepped right out of Victorian England. <laughs> yeah, they, they all do. I mean, yeah, they all do. It's that's perfect. Uh, yeah, I really like I really like the first the first series. Uh, they really build up Tewksbury and, and Enola's romance. Yeah. Or, yeah. But uh, blossoming romance. Yeah. And the fact that she says you're she's at one point he's like, you know, I'm a man. She goes, You're a man when I tell you you're a man. <laughs> and it's just like, how many people, how many women have said shit like that to you like your whole life? You're like, really? <laughs> That's what's she's a great character. She's a great character. And the so, lady yeah. came up with her that Nancy Springer, she did a good job. Yeah. She kept the mythos of Sherlock Holmes true to who Sherlock Holmes was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in this one drunk scene, but even then. You find out he wasn't as drunk as he was pretending to be. <laughs> yeah. And that's <laughs> that's that's one of the things. Sherlock, Mycroft, Lestrade, they're all secondary players in here. And that's yeah. that's it, it is it, on its face, it is Enola Holmes basically following the footsteps of her sm- smarter older brother, or we could argue smarter. Uh yeah. yeah uh but well, definitely smarter because she bumbles on to but she's the young, but she's yeah, so she's quick. To yeah, figure she, things out, he bumbles on to the grandmother. Yeah, Sherlock didn't bumble on; he figured it all out. But his problem was he didn't get 
to the answer before his sister did. <laughs> yeah, but she figured out her mom real fast. Yeah, um, she figured out what was going on with the mom. And I think Sherlock quick. did too. He yeah. just he just left it alone because I don't they think they were kind of I got the feeling in the first one they were keeping a lot of it from Mycroft <laughs> because you know and yeah. And Sherlock yeah. finally came around, and that's what I was happy to see. It's like, man, you're going to let your sister be shipped off like this? What is wrong with you? Yeah. Now, I want to talk about the headmistress real quick. I believe played by oh. uh, Fiona Shaw. Um, Such a good actress. And I was. I've spent the whole time watching this. It's like, where have I seen her? Where have I seen her? Then it dawned on me. Don't you have a revolution to run uh, uh, on Andor? I'm just saying. She was... <laughs> Is she an, an She is the foster parent to uh, Cassius Andor on the show. Oh, and no. she, she's also the leader of the rebellion. Oh. And by the end of the first season, she she's dead. Uh-huh. And one of the things they do uh, as tradition is they take her the person's ashes, if they're a member of this revolution, mm-hmm. and they turn them into a brick and build a wall. Well, the Empire strikes during the middle of a cer- her funeral ceremony, basically. Oh, so this... So this one guy takes his brick and he's bashing stormtroopers with her brick. And it's like, <laughs> that is brilliant. She's dead and she's kicking ass. And she's still killing stormtroopers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was like, where great. have I seen this woman? It's like, oh, my God. Just for that scene alone, I would watch Andor. <laughs> I've got nothing but good to say about Andor. Really? So say okay. what you, I loved Andor. thought it was good. So If I can ever find it. Um, not on Disney <laughs> from somebody and somebody's got it burned into a disc and I buy it off of eBay. Then maybe I'll buy it. All right. <laughs> I'm not getting any more of my money, man. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> so again, well cast. Um, it yeah, really, yeah. there's a really a lot of plot devices early on that get you right in Anola's camp that you, um, you, f- yeah. if you, if you're not, if you're not with her, then I don't know why you're watching this damn movie. <laughs> and, and here's the, the funny thing is it's really well written. It's serious where it needs to be serious, and it's humorous where it needs to be humorous. Yeah. A lot of people, when they read the Sherlock Holmes, a lot of people miss the humor that that, uh, uh, Arthur Arthur Conan Conan Doyle put in. But he did do humorous stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's very funny, especially when him and... Him and uh, the Dr. Watson are talking back and forth, or Watson's saying something, and Holmes is like teaching him, you know, no, that's not why this is. It's because of this other thing. And then you find out in later stories that he needs Watson because though he's Sherlock Holmes and he knows a lot of a bunch of different stuff, there's certain things that Watson as a doctor knows that he doesn't. But he can't let Watson know this. He's just got to get Watson to kind of just come right. out and say something. And then he's like, oh, good. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, Watson. You know, and Watson's <laughs> like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> it never comes out, but Watson's always has those, wait a minute. I did I just help you with a case <laughs> kind of moments. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's always good. Yeah. Um, so so in this first movie, it is Anola trying to find her mother. And and she she does. And yeah. again, this is based on historic is these movies are historical fiction which i like yeah. I, I like when it's done that way uh there's a message hiding in here and it's not swung with a hammer um no not really no it's not it just it feeds the backstory it makes sense um and it mm-hmm. and it's good it explains why the mother was so secretive why she was moving in the shadows because basically they would hang her if they found out she was doing this um so oh, yeah it, yeah, Easy. no matter whose mom you were. Yeah, it didn't matter. So she's she's quite the spirit, I should say. Yeah, and we, we definitely see that as it gets into the second movie. Oh, yeah. 
which um, let's 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 talk about part two, because part two does the exact same thing, takes a historical event. And what I read is this does not this is not from a Nancy Springer story. This is one they created for just the movie. Um, oh, really? Dealing, yes. This dealing, wasn't in the book. No. Oh, okay. According to Wikipedia, but we know how that can be. Uh, Yeah. So it deals there, folks. Yeah. It deals with uh, the matchstick girls, the girls who made matches and um, Mm -hmm. dealing in horrible working conditions when we're suffering poisoning, poisoning from white phosphorus and being blown off, pushed off as typhus. Um, and oh, it's typhoid fever. It's like, no, these you're killing your workforce by these poor girls who barely make enough to live. And in this one, Enola is hired to find is she to find one of the girls, yeah, find one of the girls that's missing. That's missing, yeah. Yeah. They're all living in this like rat infested house hollow. There's like a bunch of the, the factory worker girls are there, yeah. And one of the little this was probably not uncommon. (laughs) <laughs> What's funny, or the good thing is, is Enola's all hyped up from the last movie. She's starting out and she's like, I've started my own company. Yes. I'm going to be an investigator like my brothers. And she's got her, her sign on the wall and she, she's got her name on the window. She's got yes. the pamphlets and nobody's coming to see her. And when they no. do, they're like, Sherlock Holmes, is it Sherlock Holmes around? And she's like, no, no, I'm, I'm the investigator. Yeah. How old are you? <laughs> You're just a girl. I mean, yeah. and they give her like, just as you would. I mean, if I walked in and I was looking for an investigator and let's say I'm looking for Charlie Chan investigations and I get his son, I'm going to look at him and go, how old are you? No. <laughs> I want, is your dad available? <laughs> just go ahead and insult him because his dad's going to come out and insult him anyway. Yes, exactly. <laughs> just get it over with. <laughs> I'm just going to wait a couple of seconds. I'm going to work up a really good insult. Your old man's going to beat me out to it. Yep. But, <laughs> Every time. But, but so so it's not just that she's a girl, but it's that she's she's not Sherlock Holmes is what she's it not, boils down Well, to. no. And it it. It's perfect because this is the time frame. Nobody's going to pay attention. And and today, no. nobody's got to pay attention to a kid. No, so, no, they're just not. I mean, if I walked not. into somebody's office today and they were 16 and they're like, no, I'm the investigator. Who are you, fucking Encyclopedia Brown? Get your fucking dad out here. <laughs> That's an old reference. And I don't know if anybody's going to get it. <laughs> you got it? Anyway, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Encyclopedia Brown. Those were good stories. Anyway, yeah. you could keep telling the story. Well, no, and that and that's that's where it goes. So that is the setup for the second one. Right. Um, Mom makes in another appearance, and as mm-hmm. you've already alluded to, we get the appearance of Watson by the end of yeah. the movie. Yeah, that um, was a good, good show. And again, another well cast, well shot, well well written uh, story. And what I liked about it is. There's a lot of things that happened in this movie that caused me to get on the Google afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the matchstick girls. Um, yeah, yeah, they, because of some things that life, are everyday vocabulary and words that we hear, you start to see where things might have come from. And this, what I mean by that is I knew nothing about how dances were in this time frame. Right. So I never. I, the, you, the, the fans? Yeah. I've always heard the term. My dance card's full, meaning I've got right. too much shit going on. That's a real thing. You you would go oh, to these dances. Dance cards? I didn't know about dance cards. I didn't know really? about matchmaking. Matchmaking meant more than literally matchmaking, but it had to do right. with these girls at the dance who were matchmakers. Yeah. And it's like, right, right. Dude, yeah, I had no idea. The, so seeing the entomology of the words, mm-hmm. um, 
Wow. For you, the, yeah. It was cool that's, to me. It was educational. Cool. It, yeah. You know, one of the reasons I know about matchmakers, now this is a movie we're going to have to do. Okay. Uh, it's Fiddler on the Roof. Okay, sure. Matchmaker, matchmaker. Yeah. Match, match. Um, that, that That's one of the reasons I know, but also I'm Slavic, so that just kind of comes, I don't know where the hell I read it, read about it, just learned about it. Uh, my mom is from Kentucky. They had matchmakers back in the hills and shit. So yeah, it's like, it's just something that I kind of grew up with. So I'm kind of, I guess, used to it, for lack of a better term. Um, the fans, though, and the dances and the way certain dances were danced. Yeah, there's the a language the there. And the women held their fans. I didn't know about that. That, that was that wild. Because I looked over at Kat and I was like, because she does like a lot of Victorian romance. And oh, so she was wife, probably aware of that. writer, so catmancos.com. Uh <laughs> Uh, go check her out check please out. actually it's mystic cat mystic cat mystic with a k dot com and all all her books are there you can buy anything yes it's a it's a plug it is a plug absolutely please do but i didn't realize <laughs> that women did this so i looked over at her and i'm like that is that a thing and she's like oh yeah like there there's ways that you would send a message like i want to talk to you i don't want to talk Very cool to you. i'm interested i'm not interested i'm you know among other things, I'm sure they got very naughty at one point. But I like whenever uh, Myra Myra Troy is sitting next to Anola, and they're up in the balcony looking down at everybody, and she's explaining to her the fans, and she gives her her fan, and she goes, "I don't need this," and she and Anola's just like doing weird shit with the fans. She turns around, and she looks at a guy, and she wakes up, and the guy's like, "Me, me." And he runs over and she's like, oh shit, what did I just do? <laughs> she has no idea how to yeah, use it's so good. or what it's for. So good. <laughs> but is is the second one is where they no, the second one isn't, but the first one is where they sent her off to the school. Right. And I looked over at Kat and I said, if she was really smart, if the character like Anola was like really thinking, she'd be able to use the schooling for her detective work. That's yeah. how she would go into it. And but later she's on, sixteen, you're not going to look yeah. at the big picture. <laughs> what's funny is when Sherlock comes to visit her, and I don't remember that in the conversation the first time I watched it. Sherlock is telling her, "This is stuff you're going to need to know. You know whether you want to be here for the reason Mycroft wants you here or not. These are things that you can use in your detecting and being a detective." And then he le- he leaves and just, she starts thinking like, oh, crap, yeah. You know, that, that I yeah. should be thinking outside the box. And I thought that was an interesting scene. Yes. But the, the fact that Enola has no idea, and this is where staying in school would have helped her. Mm-hmm. She has no idea about what to do with these kind of dances. And she just blunders she in. She's so and out of water, like a fish out of water. All these multi, multi-millionaires, you know. And they're just looking at her like, who the hell is this little gal? You know? <laughs> and I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I want to go to the second. Uh, I'm on IMBD, so let me okay. just go to the second Enola Holmes. Because my, my knee-jerk reaction to a race swap and gender swap character I, I my knee jerk reaction was that's bullshit. Why are they doing that? And then I thought, ah, 
for the stories that they've been telling so far, and this story, this story in particular, it makes total sense. So, the, which character are we referring to? I'm going to get to that. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now, I say this knowing that they they did do a race swap on the main on this main villain, and initially that kind of bothered me, and initially the sex gender swap kind of bothered me. But like I said, when I stopped to think about it, my knee-jerk reaction was, oh, come on, you guys are ruining the story. And then I was like, no, not really. It. It, it actually makes sense. For this story, with what they were telling, it still would have worked if they would have left him a man mm-hmm. with no problem. I, it still The story still could have worked, but it made it a better twist in the reveal. And it was Myra Troy Moriarty. Moriarty is I I got it yeah Yeah, that's right yes yeah you know and I completely missed that because I did not like I've watched the second one but it's been a while um and I completely forgot about that because yeah I know that's kind of his rival Moriarty Uh, so that was yeah I forgot about the mix of the name it's like son of a bitch do you know how many more times Moriarty actually showed up in the original Sherlock Holmes how many once Wow, that's it. And that was in the death of Sherlock Holmes when he falls off the the forest. Uh, and when he comes back, he's running from his henchmen. So he only shows up one time. He shows up a couple of times in radio dramas, old radio dramas that okay. I've had. Moriarty has showed up in like three or four, I think, that, I, that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. But Moriarty is such a good character. It's like initially, like I said, my knee-jerk reaction was, oh, you guys sure. just ruined Moriarty. But then when I stopped to think about it for like two seconds, I was like, no, that makes sense. And that actress, here, here's the difference between, for me, folks, doing a race swap or a gender swap just to do a race swap or a gender swap, i.e., for me, the doctor. When they, when they just swapped out, they did the right thing for the wrong reason. Stories weren't that good. Story writers were bad. This story writer is very good. She had a good story. She had a reason for doing it and worked. You had also a good actress who was playing the part. Mm-hmm. And I should have seen it coming. Like the second yeah. time watching it, I see it. I'm like, holy yeah, it's crap. Right there. I saw yeah. it. it was right in my face. I knew who that person was, or I should have known who that person was. Mm-hmm. But I and that's another thing that worked well with making her the black woman who was the personal assistant to the rich billionaire asshole. Which mm-hmm. you really like to see that guy get. Well, and up, that's even if Moriarty's the villain who does it. <laughs> well, let, let me jump in. By okay. and, and and I I agree with you on this. That is a a, a knee jerk reaction. It's one I think most of us have. It's like, wait a minute, I remember yeah, this. That, that doesn't work. For, for this for this particular story, I think it was a smart move because mm-hmm. instantly we're seeing this black woman who yep. looks like she's underneath these people. Yeah, but she is really in charge, and it's she. Yeah. it's 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 a good misdirect, and, and I think that's what it is. Like yeah, no, I, yeah, and the funny thing is, or the good thing is, what I felt really like the writers were so good. The only thing she complained about was being a woman. And not having the power that a man had, and then turning around and looking at the guy that she was working for and go and basically said, I'm four times smarter than this moron. 
Mm-hmm. And I had to work beneath him. Do you know? Basically, I had to lick his boots. And you know how fucking disgusting I find that? She doesn't swear, folks. So right. That's me. But that's <laughs> like the, the attitude she's got. Like, yeah, absolutely. Eating, and you see it. This actress plays that part Does it well. so well. So I'm really hoping that she makes a return in the third one. Well, and you mentioned you mentioned Doctor Who, and we talked a lot about that. But mm-hmm. just just forget Jodie Whittaker for a second. I think uh, Michelle Gomez being the master was a gr- a brilliant move. It was a great move, but it worked, and it, it made worked. sense because it was all misdirection. You're like trying yep. to figure out. Like, like I thought this it is. was. Um, I forgot the woman's name, but she shows up in the seventh in the seventh Doctor. The uh, when he first appears, he's regenerating, and I forgot what they call her. But she the, is. Oh, the I know what. Uh, the oh, it starts with an R. Yeah, yeah, and I can't think of the it. Rainy, the, the rainy, the rainy, the yeah. rainy. See, I was thinking that that's who that was. Yes. I was like, that's brilliant! What a great move that they brought the rainy back. This is cool. Surprise. And then surprise, it's not. It's you know it's the, the master. master. <laughs> now it's the mistress, and which I thought was funny is somebody's calling her the mistress, and she's like, "Please don't call me that." <laughs> Please don't call me that. She, she was, and that was that was a case of done for misdirection, um, and it but worked. It was also done well. It was yes. a well written character. It made sense, mm-hmm. and there you are. Now, had they done that with the doctor and made sense out of making her a female, and then made sense just having good stories, that's the thing that killed me the most. And I, I, I literally couldn't watch her just because the stories for me were bad they just they never went anywhere for me i know there's going to be people out there screaming going oh dave you're crazy you didn't watch them all no i i just couldn't i just i'm sorry folks but with moriarty switching over and they did the swap it all makes sense it makes sense and it's well written and the actress was fantastic at it so i really hope she i don't know anything that she's ever done but i hope that she has a really long career because she is a good actress and she plays a good villain. Holy crap. She plays a good villain. She does, man. She really does on that. Um, Sharon what- Duncan. Let me get her full name. Cause I want to make sure I'm saying it right. Sharon Duncan Brewster. Holy cow. She doesn't look anything like that. Like I'm on IMBD looking at her, her image on IMBD and she doesn't look anything like that in, in the movie. She's very dowdy looking. They made her yeah. very dowdy looking. And here she's just, she's beautiful. She looks like a model. Um, but they made, they really dowdied her down. Yeah. And she's, she's a good villain, man. She, yeah. she what, played one of the part. things I want to, I want to jump real quick and then I'll get off okay. the soapbox uh, because okay. we, we talk a lot about how things, people, uh, writers or, showrunners change race and sex and my my general rule is if it's fictitious i'm okay Mm -hmm. as long as the story's good i'll let it go um when we get into historical people yeah uh, people who actually existed and i'm going to give an example um Mm -hmm. this is the first one i've seen and i know there's many and i refuse to watch the show based on this is um there was a series called vikings and it ended and then they've netflix picked up and said oh let's go 100 years past this so I know exactly who you're talking about. It's 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 about Jarl Haakon, um, who was a real legitimate ruler of Norway in the 900 AD era, a male. Mm-hmm. In the show, he's a black female. 
I'm sorry, that doesn't make sense. Black people in Norway, sure, makes perfect sense back then. The connections that the Vikings had with the Middle East, the Arabs, the, there are people from all races in there. They're not all blonde hair, blue eyes. It's it's such a mix, and that was okay. But the Jarl himself was not a black woman. Just saying. Well, the, the, that and the fact that most anybody who wasn't blonde haired, blue eyed was a slave. And then they'd get their freedom and then they'd become part of the tribe. Yeah. And then I mean, but there's there, there's a whole long line. Right. But, but there, said, black people in no there was not a problem. Was a big white guy. Yeah. He was a big fucking mountain of a guy. Yeah, a real person. And that and yeah. that's where I draw the line with a real person. I mean, come on now. We wouldn't we wouldn't uh do a Martin Luther King junior no, movie with uh, Martin Luther King with Ryan Reynolds as Martin Luther King. Yeah, I don't want to see a, a Chinese Martin Luther King. It doesn't make sense. No, it, because it, it takes away from it. It takes away from it. It's like, why did you do that? It's well, very you're obvious. On history number one. Um, but like you said, I, I the the reason so many characters I mind so many characters being race swapped or sex swapped or mm -hmm. whatever swapped is because if you have a 50, 50 years of a character and then all of a sudden you're like well we're going to make a movie and we're going to make them you know I mean I get a, that a midget you know gay porn star instead well wait what that he was that that's not the character the character is you know a six foot tall straight guy who had three kids and mm -hmm. was married, you know, that that's the character. Well, not today. That's when I get offended. And I don't even want to say offended. It's like, I'm just, I'm not going to go see whatever that is. I I'm the same way. I'm not even offended. I'm just like, what the fuck are y'all thinking? But you <laughs> and I had talked about the Batman movie, which by the way, speaking of bad ideas, they're coming out with a second Batman with that guy playing batman again not gonna bother watching it yeah, until um, it comes on whatever i'm already paying for hbo <laughs> and then i'm only gonna watch it if you want to do a review on it i'll I watch it i'll watch it, it. i i didn't i didn't hate the batman i didn't hate it um if i take the last 10 minutes off i might actually like the movie but like we were talking about um commissioner gordon the guy who played commissioner yeah gordon, jeffrey wright uh it should have been his movie it should have been and I would have been fine with that. I honest to God, I would have been fine with that yeah. guy being Commissioner Gordon in a. Commissioner I bought it. Gordon, I thought I thought he was Gordon. <laughs> yeah, New York or not New York, but in a Gotham story tale. That but that is a, that is a case of a race swap that works. Mm -hmm. That because that I none of that mind. matters to Gordon. Gordon's race doesn't matter. So and, and I almost didn't notice. And the reason I didn't know, almost didn't notice it was he was well written, and he was well acted. There you and go. That's up. the problem with most swaps of any sort. It's done just to swap. Not, well, they, yeah. they just got somebody that they knew who knew a guy who once knew a guy who shined his, you know, butt one time or whatever. It's just, yeah. you, it's basically who you know, not what you know. Well, yeah. And a lot of those come through. I mean, that's. Yeah, it, 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 it's going to happen. Yeah, uh, but, but anyway, let let's get off our soapbox on because uh, we can't fix we can't ever fix Hollywood because just gonna... this woman Sharon Duncan Brewster. I I hope she has a really long career. She did. She was a good phenomenal. Job. This is a case where it I worked really well. Back and I want to see this is the fan in me, the fan of the Enola Home series. I want to see her and Helena Bonham Carter have a showdown. And I I you know I want to see like. I just want to see that. I want I want the Helena Bonham Carter's character to be chasing her the whole time. Like you think she's this big, you know, revolutionary, you know, rights for women thing. And she is. 
but that's not what's been going on the whole time. It's yeah. all been misdirection for her to go chase Moriarty. <laughs> oh, there's so much with mom. There's so yeah. much with mom. I mean, we get down to the jailbreak was brilliant. I mean, all of this oh, is the jailbreak. The girl, the women all surround her. It was great. It was smart. Explosion. This is oh. a movie that um, it does have a message and I think it swings it a little harder than the first, but it's still, it's still okay. It's still not, yeah. it's not blatant preaching. It was um, still entertaining. It's still very entertaining. It taught me some things. It was neat to learn about. Um, and this is this is how things were. And I, I, you know, people didn't care about working conditions. And there's some corporations today that would love to go back to this real fucking quick. Oh yeah. So you know, it's it's good for people to take a look at. You know, do what did you say? We work at one Amazon. Oh no. <laughs> we work for one too. Here's your pizza. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I but, remind me to talk to you later after the show. I've I'm got something trying to, to think of anybody <laughs> in here that needs to be mentioned and it hasn't been yet. Yeah. Oh, Himesh Patel is the guy who shows up and plays Watson. Boy, he doesn't look anything like. He sounds familiar. That name sounds familiar. Himesh Patel. Um, he shows up as Dr. Watson at the end. Uh, yeah. There's not a whole lot with him, but he does show up. I it's just, enough for you to say, oh, shit, it's Watson. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing that really that I like about this movie more so than anything else is the relationship building between Enola and Sherlock. Yeah. They're yeah. starting. To, she's already kind of liked him anyway, and he's oh, begrudgingly yeah. starting to like her. I mean, it was his <sighs> sister and he did he did take her on as, as his own. But yes. it's also like he he doesn't know how to be. A brother. He doesn't but know. But he's how better than be. Mycroft. Oh, yeah. And he knows it. Mycroft knows. It. That's why Mycroft just like, oh, take her. I don't care. Just yeah, because it is an embarrassment to him. He's Mycroft was in this in this these stories is more concerned about how he looks. Yeah. <laughs> and how yeah, the family exactly. name. But mom oh. is just as crazy as Anola. <laughs> oh, yeah. He doesn't like he doesn't want anything to do with the mom. You stop no. mom, get your name out of the newspapers. I don't care. <laughs> uh but yeah, I, I like the the dynamic between those two as they start building their yeah, relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I'd it's like to really see that good. built up more in the third one. And then I want to see Henry Cavill just like you said, straight on Sherlock Holmes. Let's I do just it. want to see him do a Sherlock Holmes movie with I, somebody has got to floated that. Um because here's the, all the talk of Cavill. Um for the longest time he's been rumored in in the in the running for Bond. I don't mm-hmm. see that happening, but I wouldn't complain. Um, at all, I could see him as Bond now. I absolutely could see it. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, no. But uh, that's going to be a race gender swap that fails. Well, we shall I see. That that's what I think. I think they're going to do something stupid with Bond that was never intended for a James Bond character, and it's going to fail miserably. And then they're going to blame whoever the actor is, and the actor is going to be like, I did what you told me to do. I, I mean, read do the they, words. Do they ever, the we, we know James Bond is a male, but has his race ever even been described? He's been, oh yeah, he's been described in the very first book. He's a white guy with dark brown eyes, dark hair. That's okay. why whenever, what's his name came on? Oh, I'm, that's I'm right. Everybody a, freaked out about Daniel Craig having being blonde and blue eyed. Yeah, that's why I was looking at Daniel Craig. And I'm like, not James Bond. He does I'm, a great I'm job. I'm that guy. I'm that guy right here. I'm the guy who said, not James Bond. I like his movies. But it's not James Bond. It's really? Just, okay. I, I look at those like those are just action flicks. Those are not James Bond movies. For me, 
I do not consider them James Bond movies. Okay. Consider them and, good know, and, that, and that's the problem. That's the problem that, uh, you know, because you have what you've latched onto. This is Bond to you. I get it. I mean, so it's, you know, crazy. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> but these movies, for my money, these are must She watch. did a good job. She did a really good, good job. Oh, and Tewksbury does show up in this movie again. Yes, he does. And she keeps telling him, you're a man when I tell you you're a man. Still. <laughs> you know what? And he takes it because he has such a, a love for her. Yeah, um, he's got such a great fondness for her. Yeah, he takes it. And absolutely great. The chemistry is great. Um, I, I have to mad props to Millie Bobby Brown for yeah. seeing this happen. Um, yeah. Good for absolutely. her. Absolutely. Good and, little actress she is. And absolutely. She has really grown. I've watched her since she was really young on Stranger Things, and now she's yeah. 20-something, and just, I wow, think that's she where she's at. Really? She might be at least 20, 21, wow. yeah. Wow. Yeah. She's probably like yeah. two heads taller than Well, me. they make her look very young in Stranger Things yeah. with the shaved head and everything, and she's right, supposed right. to play younger, but they've taken so long with that series that all the kids have outgrown their roles. <laughs> yeah, they're all in <laughs> They all look different. Yeah, it's I like, who is that? Own. Yeah. Yeah. So I like you. Um, I, I want to give my final thoughts on the on the on the series of Enola Holmes. I think it is a great adaptation. I mean, I shouldn't say it's a great adaptation because I've never read the books, but mm -hmm. I enjoy this story of yeah. Sherlock Holmes, younger sister who fought, is following in his footsteps. And we've got two movies now that I like a good mystery. The, these are full right. of misdirection action yeah. comedy the breaking of the fourth wall to me was brilliant uh sometimes that doesn't work it becomes comes stupid yeah. here it was endearing you, you were almost expecting oh. it at one time uh, there's yes. a couple of times where you're almost expecting it and she gives it to you and you're like yeah there it is yeah <laughs> just like I you expect to deadpool to turn to the camera you're gonna yeah. expect this <laughs> um, for me I, like I said, I'm a huge Sherlock Holmes fan. Always have been. I listen to a lot of the radio programs. Oh wow! The old radio. I've read all the stories, all you know, the books. This should have been a big red flag. Don't watch, Dave. Don't do it because there is no Enola Holmes in the books. They don't talk about Sherlock's mother. They don't talk about the father. The only family member he's got is Mycroft. That's the only one they ever talked about. There's so many things that should have never worked. And this woman, Nancy Springer, made it work. At least in, in these movies, they work really well. Yeah. And it's I'm, a great concept. I'm very happy with them. I, they, yeah, they work. And, they, and I was like, well, what if Sherlock did have a younger sister? This is probably That's how she probably would be. probably how she would be. She yeah. would probably be the extreme opposite of Sherlock and Mycroft. <laughs> as far as like, being tidy and and really having her her shit together because she's she is a young lady and she there is at that point in time not a whole lot for young ladies to do well other than go get married exactly like i don't want to get married <laughs> i think why this works and i can i can only speak for myself uh growing up in the 70s uh, uh -huh. through the 80s i read a lot because folks we didn't have the internet yeah not the way it is now. So I'd go to the library and check out books, and I would read a lot of detective stories. I was a yeah. huge fan of the Hardy Boys, the Nancy oh, Drew yeah. books. And then I started reading uh, the Mike Hammer series from Mickey Spillane at a very, oh, yeah. very early age. Yeah. So kids are drawn to the – and I've read some Sherlock mm -hmm. Holmes. God, it's been a long time. Long yeah. time. Um, all I remember is the Hounds of the Baskerville, uh, whatever. It's a good um, one. 
That's yeah. a good story. It's a really good so, story. and I read a lot of Agatha Christie, and mysteries are great. Um, mm-hmm. And there was not a lot of young adult, except for like the Hardy Boys and a few other things, which were good. Encyclopedia Brown. Encyclopedia Brown. <laughs> so there was there's some cool stuff. So there's there's a market yeah. for it. So Nancy Springer taking. Hey, here's Sherlock Holmes. These are great mysteries, great stories. What if he had a younger sister and we put her in that situation? She's not as physical. She's not right. able to, she's not just learning and she's going to be put in awkward situations. It's a great formula. It yeah. it, it just works. And Everybody it, can relate to it. And there's a respect for the base material. Yes. Which I, that that's all I ask for. From anybody who's going to do something, just respect the material that came before it. Yeah. And then you'll do no wrong then. Because I, I mean, you have respect we'll, for the characters, you'll respect your own. Yeah. We'll never know what Arthur Conan Doyle thought of this, but I'd, I'd hope he enjoys that somebody expanded his universe. It's really hard to say because he's the and guy who knows? killed off Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Because he was jealous of his own creation from what I've read. But he was smart enough to bring him back. And he did it in a really good way. So Very cool. those are good stories. If you if you read just two stories, read read the death of Sherlock. I think it's called the death of Sherlock Holmes, and they talk about the falls, and then the one where it's the return, like uh, first story where he's coming back, and it's like five. I want to say five years, seven years later. It's been a while. Wow. And he, when he comes back, how he comes back, and it's just really, it's just such a cool story. It's just so well done. That's very cool. Yeah. So these stories, yeah, I, I like them. Yeah. I'm hoping for a third one. I hope the third one is as good as the first two. I hope so. I hope so. And if they don't do another one, um, I got to enjoy a nice little offshoot. And I yeah. really, really look forward to see what Millie Bobby Brown does next. Yeah. I think she's going to go places. Um, she's good. She's yeah. really good. She's a good kid. Good yep. actress. So there you have it, folks. The Enola Holmes double feature from Old Ass Movie Reviews. Not that old ass, but... But really cool. Good. It takes place in an old period, a long time and ago. I think so we there. needed to talk about something newer and and how we don't poo-poo every new thing. <laughs> we don't. We don't poo-poo every new thing. And guess what, folks? We don't poo-poo every racial gender swap either. No, either. no. This one worked perfectly. This was yeah. a good one. This has worked really well. Yeah, when it's done for storytelling to advance the story in a way that will make it entertaining it's good and i'm gonna i'm gonna go to a quote uh it's not a direct quote but from neil Druckmann, the creator of the video game the last of us and now the show the last Uh of us which is uh kicking major ass in my opinion Mm -hmm. um they've made changes from the original story and he has said we took a look at it because you're going from one medium a game where somebody has direct interaction with the story right you can't translate that exactly so what do you do with the characters and stuff? And he said, said, we decided to change some parts of the story. And if it worked and made it better, we went with it. This is his creation. Right. And he said, if it didn't, we scrapped it. So they have started to make changes and people are losing their mind. It's like, you got the creator here saying, you know, he's making it, yeah. making it the way he wants. The funniest thing, and I'll get off my soapbox again. Damn, I, I got a pile of them over Another here. Soapbox. How many boxes is, you got over there? I got a lot. I got a lot. Is uh, People are upset of all the gay gayness of the show. And it's like, you clearly have not seen the source material. The main character is gay. Everybody's gay in it. Not everybody. I'm just kidding. It's just <laughs> a big gay. gay. It's well, a big gay show. It's... <laughs> The show itself is very. It's dying off. 
the show itself is very uh, progressive forward uh-huh. with its casting and topics and 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 stuff right. like that. And it was when they did the game ten years ago. It was so it's it's just funny to see people crying. It's like they're holding true to it. Yeah, they changed. I, oh, it's I not the same nothing, town. Wah. <laughs> I, I know nothing about the game because yeah. I don't play video games. Right. I had no want to see this movie. It's wonderful. Television show. Um, I've heard good things about it. It is I'm, the Mandalorian. It is the Mandalorian. It's the Mandalorian. He's got a magic child that he has to escort across the U.S. It's the Mandalorian. I swear to God. That's the same you know formula. This reminded me of is a movie that you were in. That like just watching the I think I saw the trailer and I was like um, Radio Radio F uh, was, is loosely Radio F with a big with a big budget yeah yeah it's Radio F Primo Brown had loosely based it on The Last of Us because he and I that is one of our all time favorite games really so we did base a lot no, of the interaction okay, got it. Grassy and Atari's interaction is a lot of it for me at least based on Joel and Ellie from The oh, Last really? of Us okay. I yeah, that's that. where I drew from because right. I'm a fan of it. Primo did the same thing. We mm-hmm. kind of went with that on that movie. So I, yeah, cool. yeah. So yes, I didn't nice know catch. That. Yes, good. absolutely. I feel good about myself. I'm I'm practically Anola Holmes. Practically with no hair. It means alone. And then she finds out that it doesn't. I know that's so funny. <laughs> or does it? All the word games are great. I know. Uh, yeah, is, that's what's awesome. That's what's awesome. Folks, if you want to see a good, fun movie for all ages, um, mm-hmm. this is definitely a watch. Um, yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. So highly. next week we're going somewhere. Who knows? But we will uh, We'll be back. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe. Hit the share. Um, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, Twitter, um, any podcast platform. Mm-hmm. Just... Look us up. Please share. Hook us up. We need more more subscribers, more listeners, and just help us be found. Really appreciate you all for listening. So catch you next week. Have a good week.